I love Quidditch. Yes, the magical sport from Harry Potter. It's a real life sport played by people around the world, including me. I grew up on Harry Potter and have played real life Quidditch on and off since the age of 10. I'm making a podcast because, well, I'm kind of panicking. I'm questioning typical things about my life, like my major, where to live, or what to do now, but I also keep thinking about Quidditch. We have a new keeper in for UVM. UVM still has solid possession. Middle Blair's looking at the solid defense. As I face my own big life transition in the form of college graduation, I'll interview Quidditch friends of mine to learn about their lives and how Quidditch has fit in. Hopefully, it will help me figure out how it will exist in my life as I become a real adult. Growing up, finding my passion, working hard, catching snitches, shooting quaffles, dodging bludgers, it's all part of my life. Hey everyone, I'm Ian Skura, and welcome to Questioning Quidditch. The next few episodes of this podcast will be a little different. Since COVID-19 has been impacting people so heavily around the world, I wanted to see how members of the Quidditch community were doing during these times of crisis, and hopefully spread a little fun while doing so. Over the past few weeks, I've interviewed a few different friends of mine in the Quidditch community and asked them each roughly the same five questions. While the questions stayed the same for each interview, the conversations went in different directions. Everyone is handling these times differently, and I found it interesting to learn how each of their situations and outlooks differed from my own. The first interview you'll be hearing today is with CJ Carter, CJ currently goes to the University of Vermont in Burlington, where he is a film major and a keeper on their Quidditch team. Along with playing Quidditch together in Vermont, CJ and I have also played together for the Boston Knight Riders. A couple quick notes before we dive into the interview. First, I only ended up interviewing people in the Northeast Quidditch region, but as I move forward with the podcast beyond these next few episodes, I'll continue to branch out to other parts of the country. Second, I recorded each of these interviews about two weeks ago, and as situations change daily with COVID-19, parts of these conversations could already sound dated. Lastly, these episodes will typically be a little shorter, a little more rough, I guess I'll say, but I think this lends itself to letting you just hear how people in the Quid community are doing. Thanks for bearing with me, and I hope you enjoyed the interview. How are you holding up? I'd say I, I was doing fairly well compared to the people around me. Uh, I was stuck at home anyway on, on bed rest, having my wisdom teeth taken out by your father. So, I, I mean, I, living at home and doing nothing was kind of the norm until I had to go back up to stool and, uh, and get my stuff and, and take it home. And that's when it really, really sunk in and seeing a, a vibrant city in Burlington, Vermont, an absolute ghost ghost town was what really rattled me. Seeing the precautions that people are taking is obviously fantastic, but is so out of out of the blue and so not normal that uh, it's pretty unsettling to see. To really just watch sports world as a whole kind of crumble. Obviously, Quidditch is kind of a drop in that massive ocean uh, when it comes to the sports world, but watching everything come to a grinding halt. I think is far more scary than watching toilet paper fly off the shelves. Just 
not knowing what to do with ourselves when it comes to something we rely on pretty much every day. Well, yeah, I mean, and it's been sports in general have been an escape for times of crisis. I mean, like the Olympics were shut down during the world, some of the world wars. Other than that, I mean, sporting events in the U.S. continue to go on during big times of crisis. But this is one of the first times where they've been shut down. For for me as an athlete, that's always been something I've gone to, and to and to not have it, not have that there as a as a backbone, is I think probably the most uncomfortable thing. It's it's something that we we as a country that rely on sports. Obviously, not everyone um, is big into sports, and the Quidditch community, not everyone comes from background but it's such a like, such a key part in society that to watch that com- be completely frozen from a college athletic standpoint at work is is terrifying especially with how rapidly things went downhill it went from yep conference championship game is going to happen as usual conference game is going to happen without a crowd conference game's not going to happen at all and then just no march madness it's something it's something that happens and i would go to my dad to ask him about like has this happened like how would you cope with this and it's something that i can't ask him because he probably doesn't have an answer because this is so so different yeah it's definitely unlike anything i've seen or heard of in my own lifetime so sports kind of reflecting what the rest of the world is feeling in regards to their jobs to their families to it sounds dramatic, but I guess life as we know it in yeah, some senses. True. Every, everything is really up in the air at this point. We are just kind of taking it day by day. Yeah. Yeah. So what have you been able to do thus far um, just in terms of your life? Like, have you been able to get outside and are, are your classes still going? Are you on break right now? How, how have you been kind of functioning so far? Classes just resumed today. So it was, I mean going to take some time adjusting i i managed with it just fine but it'll it'll take definitely take some time adjusting getting a new schedule to it's not looking like i'm gonna have to retake anything but um the interaction obviously has been handicapped significantly with having everything move online my production class looked like it had a pretty clear roadmap coming into the semester and that's that's been pretty much destroyed we had a couple projects lined up and one we were in the middle of middle of when we went to uh, to break and obviously we're not coming back to that so we don't have access to the computer lab anymore we don't have access to the cameras and the library everything else so that that class i think for me has been the the biggest derailment uh getting stuck at home it's still going to happen it's just going to be limited to online and the technology that we have at my house thankfully i have my camera with me so i can do filming and and get that stuff taken care of all my other classes, I think, are going to be rather easy online transitions. Well, it's good to hear that your professors are being as accommodating as they can be. As a fellow film major, I guess now graduate, that's weird to say. I definitely feel for you in terms of the production film classes. That's an experience that's hard to replicate from home. As far as other changes, trying to get out and get as much fresh air as I can when I went up to school, made sure to bring my baseball glove home. So my dad and I are probably going to have to get out and play some catch pretty soon. Uh, got a new puppy. So we've been walking her around, making sure she's getting exercise. That's been the other biggest thing. My parents are so happy to have me home so that I can just take care of her. She doesn't have to go to daycare anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's basically been my life has just been school, Netflix and the dog. What, what kind of dog did you get? We got a black lab. Her name is oh. her name's Gabby. 
Oh, well, she sounds adorable. Um, what have the past couple, I guess the past year been like for your team, UVM, and what is what do these changes mean for your, your Quidditch team? Overall, this past year has been beyond words for the University of Vermont Quidditch. It's like even right up until the very bitter end. We started out knowing where we wanted to be and by the end of it, where we are now, we're exactly where we wanted to be. And just having, I'm going to remain optimistic here and say that there's a big question mark over it as far as what U.S. Quidditch is going to is going to have for us. It's been tough. And it's been being in a leadership role, myself, Tom, Claire, and Richie being the leaders of this team, it's pretty difficult. We have to be the, the bearer of bad news, and it, and it sucks. Um. Well, I'm definitely sorry for all of you and for especially everyone on a college team right now. I, I mean, I think, I believe this is the University of Vermont's first year back in official U.S. Quidditch matches since 2012, 11? I can't answer that. Something around there. And then what What other accomplishments have your, has your team made this year? I think finding... A competitive, a competitive attitude, like a, a desire to win, and completely buying into a passion that this team hasn't seen before. In the past, it's been, it's been friendship based. It's been, I think, a community first rather than a team. We were the friendship athletes for probably the longest time. That name has been consistent up until this past year. So it's always been community first, and I think Quidditch second. And this year, all the returners and all the freshmen we brought in all bought into the system of it's going to be Quidditch first. Obviously, we all love each other to death. It's a fantastic community and a great group of people, but um, we wanted to set the tone that we're here to win and we're here to play, and everyone did that. That's, I think, the biggest accomplishment. Trying to instill that mentality in people is incredibly tough to do, and everyone were willing participants in it. It's been exciting to see. Appreciate it. I also, right before the, I guess we'll call it the break, UVM, you beat BU, so Boston University. You also won a game against UMass uh, Amherst that same weekend and had some also just incredible games in the fall at regionals too. So there's been a lot of just like progression of your team over the year as well, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, this we've had we've been on a hot streak. Uh, we, we came in to the spring semester knowing we were kind of on the bubble as far as an at-large bid goes. So we came in into the spring semester. We, we sat down, had a team meeting, uh, and kind of readdressed the points that we made at the start of the year as far as like being competitive, working hard, working towards our goal of, of making it to nationals. And, and we sat down and said, this is it. This is do or die. Uh, we need to show up. We need to put in the work. And we need to pull out wins. And so the past, past month, month and a half or so, that's exactly what we've done. We went to Rutgers. Uh, we played some of the best Quidditch we've ever, we've probably ever played since I've been at this school. Uh, regard, besides, obviously, the past weekend we played against UMass and BU. But yeah, Rutgers, I noticeable, noticeable step up, just the hustle, the effort, putting in 100% each shift, and then coming into the weekend after that tournament at Rutgers, playing some MQC games at Tufts against UMass and BU. We knew what we had to do. They had to be, it had to be a blowout win against UMass, and we had to win against BU. So yeah, having our backs up against the wall, we went in and came what we set out to accomplish. It was an incredible feeling and couldn't be more proud of the team for how they played and handled 
pretty pretty difficult game against BU. Well, congrats to you and the rest of your team. That was a really fun game. Sadly, I didn't get to watch it live. I was in a 12-hour opposite time zone, so I ended up watching it the next day, but it was really fun to watch uh, even over the, the live stream quality video. Um, although props to MQC for all the higher quality streams they, and post video they've been doing. It's been they've really, really stepped it up. Kamatsky, yeah. absolutely killer when it comes to the editing with the video content. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't thank him enough for the job he did. Yeah, so that's been really fun to be able to follow from afar as well. Going back to the current moment, um, have you been able to do anything Quidditch related, whether that's like your team keeping up with each other over social media or any sort of training or just like um, team bonding has any anything kind of been able to happen over the past week with this social distancing at all over social media or anything like that yeah like once the once the announcement came through that the season would be derailed we kind of made sure to put that in place obviously we were with the with the question mark of nationals and not sure if that was going to happen or not obviously we got to stay in shape so priority was really just to make sure people were getting exercise doing push-ups like uh, the joke was like if if anyone comes back fatter than me then there's going to be there's going to be a problem <laughs> next thing obviously we wanted to make sure like like we said before we're a community and a great group of people so we wanted to keep that going so like tom yeah tom threw together a, a minecraft server mm. so we're we're nerding out in there i've got the young kids helping me set up on discord and minecraft and everything teaching nice. me the ropes do you have any social distancing coping tips for the rest of us, whether that's movie or TV show, Rex, you really want to plug or safely way, uh, safe ways of getting outside um, or just new hobbies you think people should try in these times of social isolation? Having, having been confined for this long, I'd say get outside when you can. Take advantage of that. Like Number one thing, I think, to help with any kind of cabin fever, stuck inside, anything like that, just get outside get some fresh air and it'll it'll free you up pretty well plugging plugging shows or anything like that uh as a as a fellow film major to you i would say like if you're kind of not wanting to watch season of the bachelor on netflix for the third time or <laughs> you're, you're done with whatever whatever show you're done with just honestly just message me tyler beckman fellow teammate on the riders reached out on instagram he's like guys i'm gonna die just help me and i'd send him a massive list of movies <laughs> and stuff that you can watch and hopefully enjoy i don't know my taste is pretty pretty quirky do you want to give us a little taste just like one one movie wreck you have the other guys oh the, the other guys. guys like everyone has netflix the other guys is now on netflix can't really go wrong with will ferrell and mark Wahlberg. i support that recommendation very hard <laughs> i i wholeheartedly agree that is a, a fantastic comedy do you have a, a social media you want to plug for people looking for recommendations at C underscore Carter 59 on Instagram, or just message me on Facebook if you want to be lame and not give me a follow. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Best of best of luck to you and everything. Obviously for you and for anyone listening, if you're, if you need help with any of what's going on or need someone to talk to you, feel free to reach out in any way to those around you and to either of us or whoever it is that's part of your community, but um, hope you and everyone listening is staying safe out there.
In our interview, CJ specifically talked about how strange it is to currently be without sports. While sports might not mean a lot to everyone, I think CJ is right to be unnerved, because sports really tend to be a calming distraction from the rest of everyday life. Sports have helped people in the U.S., especially to get through times of war, disease, and poverty. While Quidditch might be a small boat in that giant ocean, Quidditch has helped me cope with sadness, fear, and loss in my own life. While we're all without sports at the moment, I encourage you all to still keep thinking about and investing time in the things you love, even if that's sports. You can't play them now or watch them live, but you can watch old games, connect with your teammates, or work out to prepare yourself for the future. While we're all distant from each other at the moment, I think it's especially important to find times for the things that make you happy. Wherever you are, I hope you're doing all right. And if you need help, please don't be afraid to ask for it. Stay safe, take care of each other, and find ways to enjoy the little moments during these isolated times. Thanks, everyone. Until next time.